0: to that week because it was always intense.
1: The man, the myth, the legend, Dante Hall. My my, my favorite player growing up was Dante Hall. I love you guys still, but Dante was my guy. Get the dashes cause you still on the war feet. This episode of Chief Concerns is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, Combat Sports, Esports, and even Golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting to Props and futures. Head to Bet Online today, or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code Believe fifty. That's B L E A V five zero to receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Chief Concerns. I'm Marcus Dash here with my guy, legendary tight end, Jason Dunn. JD, how we doing, buddy?
0: What's up, my brother? How's it going, man? Sitting over here, uh, you know, Wednesday night, we taping, everybody's going to see it tomorrow, uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm here uh, showing a little bit of the red and blue, right? I got the Kansas City Chiefs and the blue uh, support, the Bills, uh, you know, of course, the football, uh, the, the uh, NFL in itself this brotherhood that that guys represent, you know, guys that I love. Uh, of course, all, all the things that's been happening this past week of, uh, of uh, the, the shocking uh, situation and uh, dire situation with DeMar Hamlet. And so uh, he, he's been on my mind. I'm sure he's been on a lot of people's minds uh, in America, seeing these things, uh, just putting our, our thoughts and our prayers to, Hopefully, this have a a, a very uh, welcoming outcome, uh, an outcome that uh, everybody's hoping for. And so, it was good to kind of get a little bit good news today that they took him off a little bit of auction, put him at fifty percent. He was on one hundred percent. He's at fifty percent. I know it's still kind of touch and feel right now as he goes, and we're still praying intently uh, for him and his family, and the the Bills organization, the Bengals organization, T. Higgins, everybody involved, everybody, everybody who's seen. Uh, uh, the plate and seeing uh, the CPR being administered to him on the field and so uh, you know in this time uh, we just want to make sure that uh, we continue to to lift him up right and uh, you know and, and the doctors and the nurses that are, are taking care of him uh, just giving them you know special prayer uh, for them to have all the knowledge and the resources and things that they need uh, uh, for his uh, his well-being and so uh we are putting a, a lot of our, our, our focus and energy into that uh into this uh this tragic situation of our brother uh damar hamlin uh but that that's that's where we are man you know and we've seen a lot of videos i have for the past uh a couple of days where uh just showing the character of the man right showing the, the the human side of who this guy is really right sometimes what what we fail to realize and see is uh exactly that you know that he is a, you know he is a, a son you know um you know he's a brother you know he's he's I don't know if he's if he's a father or not. Does he have children? I don't Did know I I don't I don't believe so.
1: I, I haven't heard, I haven't I haven't heard or read anything about him being a father. Yeah.
0: Well, the, the kids that's in the, the, the toy drive because I think that's one of the things they wanna they they want to uh you know show. And I think, you know, having those children like it feels like they're your own anyway. And yeah. him having a heart to do that, man. Uh um uh, that that's a that's a beautiful blessing uh to to be involved in that. And so like I said, we wanna we wanna take all our energy and our time and our prayers uh off to to everybody, like I said, that's involved. Yeah. So. Yeah,
1: and that's you know, um, Obviously, the whole sport world, the whole sport community, uh, this has been you know top of everyone's mind since since Monday night, um, and you know just I, I think what it what it highlights is, well, you kind of mentioned it, you know, it's the fact that you you I mean, you, you are a part of the NFL alumni, right? Um, you were a player, you know. These guys are players. But when we saw Monday night, you know, more so than that, and, and I think the NFL did a great job in, in you know calling the game off. And you know, you know, because people weren't, the people were watching, weren't mentally right. The players on the field weren't mentally right to, to, to see what was going on. Um, were people first? You guys are people first. You know, your players. You guys are NFL players, but your people, you're human beings, first. Um, And that's one thing. And I know there was that the rumor that uh, the refs are going to give the player the, the teams five minutes, and they're going to warm up again. Which I, I believe the NFL has come out and said that. Or Troy Vincent said that's not true. That that, that was never the case. Apparently, that's in the manual. If anything does happen when they they stop a play, they give teams five minutes of warm up, and they go right back to it. But apparently, that was not that was never uh, going to be something the NFL wanted to do. Um And I, I, I gotta say, it's like one of those things. It's you know, you guys, you guys are people, and I, and I think a lot of people and maybe reminded of that on Monday that, you know, you guys, you guys are part of a unique group that you guys are like superheroes to people. It's like, you know, you guys do stuff that a lot of people can't do, but I think we're reminded and we're reminded in that play that, you know, like, well, like real people, people get hurt. And, and, that that's, that's the dangers of football. Um, And we, we, we saw, we saw what happened with DeMar Um and, I think I think everyone need, need to see that. I think the people on Twitter, we, we always talk about the people on Twitter who like to call out NFL players and say this things, this and that. But I think at the end of the day, I, I think people may have, hopefully, and we'll see the discourse going forward after the season. Hopefully people will, will look back and see what we saw Monday night and maybe ha- take a, take a different stances when it comes to talking about these, these players. What do you think about that JD? Well,
0: uh, uh, I definitely hope so. You know, and, and the reality is, uh, you know, when when you see something like this happen um uh, you know when you when you see the human side of, of, of players uh and you realize that uh this is somebody who could ne- necessarily you can relate to because you know you just watch this guy what he's playing and, and you realize that yeah it is the, the whole cliche is it's more than just a game right uh people at that moment i think realize that the shock actually hit them that we're watching in real time that somebody, uh, was under a duress cardiac arrest on the field that was, uh, that was losing their life was brought back. I mean, that's what they said. I think they said that they revived him twice, uh, once on the field, maybe another time, but I, that's, I I think I read that. And so, uh, the shock of this moment, uh, Really, uh, it resonated with everybody. I think it it really was like, wait a minute, hold on. This is this is not the sport of football. This is real life. This is life and death right here that's going on right now, in real time. With everybody that's that's involved, the players are watching this. Uh, you know, the fans are watching this. Shoot, kids are watching this. I mean, we're talking about. I mean, this is Monday Night Football, Bills and the Bengals. Okay. But everybody's looking at how much of a gravity the situation was as far as what it might have meant for the playoffs or whatever it may be to different people. Well, when they're watching it, and of course, it was going to be a good, a, a great game. We, we understood that because these are uh, two of the best teams in the NFL right now. And, of course, they was going to show it. There's some really wonderful players on the, on, on the squad. But at that moment, everything was secondary to what was going on. And so... You can see it, like I said. It could be your brother, or your friend, or somebody like that. Like, wait a minute, hold on. This is this is real stuff. This is real life. This is real life. And so, uh, the response, I guess, from from the medical team uh, and the doctors and the trauma team coming out there was uh, was exceptional. They did a wonderful job. I think I seen the doctor was talking about. He said, "Man, you know what the thing is? If something like this had happened, uh, if if it wasn't in the hospital when it happened, the second best place I can even think it happened is on the NFL football field. He said, because you just have a team of doctors and medical uh uh personnel around you. And that's true. We, you know, we have doctors on the sidelines. And so when you carry this team, everybody you have trainers, everybody you have the trauma team, you have the ambulances, you have all of that that's parked down there in the uh uh in the stadium, right there in the tunnel. And you see them, and it's like they, they become uh, almost invisible because you get so used to them being there right and you hope that you never had to call on them or you need them but you know that they're doing a job and they practice this all the time they go through these scenarios and so worst case scenario they know they immediately have to be on it and i, I just I, I just want to first um uh, celebrate them man and and, and really um uh, uh get pay homage to to what they've done and, and, and their training and being able to come in and and do the due diligence to save this young man's life. And so i seen Troy Vincent, who I know Troy. I play with Troy. And Troy Vincent is a man of character, okay? He really is. Uh, and I know there's a lot of like com- miscommunication about what was said, what did the NFL say, you know, what did Joe Buck say, how many times it was said, on, you know, reiterated, there's going to be five minutes, this and that, whatnot. We all of that is going to be hashed out. Nobody really knows, right? And there's maybe some bar and some truths there as well. But one thing I do know is this. Troy Vincent, uh, having played with him, always has the player's best interest at heart. There's no question about that whatsoever, right? I know Troy is one of those guys it was like, hey, wait a minute, hold on. This guy, when he's seeing it, he's seeing a teammate on the field. He's seeing it. And so... I, I know he was sitting over here. He was going through his mind like every other player that was that was watching this. Uh you just felt this, this depth of like sorrow and numbness. Because in uh uh Polaris is of what do I do? What's going on? Helplessness, right? I mean, this this is really what was what was going on. This is what it was all about at that moment. Uh and so guys that had played uh the game and understood it and watched this. It was really like, you know, we we was this is our brotherhood. It was in the locker room. And it, it was just so, I mean, when I'm talking about, you know, lost. And all you can do is just pray. All you can do is just hope he's all right. All you can do is just, you know, you know, try to cheer on the the personnel, the helping the medical personnel to get him back to where he was. Um And man, it's just, to me, like I said, they just did an amazing job, amazing job uh, to where he is and getting him to uh, University of Cincinnati, uh, where they gave him the the care that he needs and where he's at right now. So I've heard they've done an exceptional job. I actually had to take my son up there to uh, University of Cincinnati. So I know that they're they're very, very capable, wonderful, wonderful uh, uh, university hospital. I know that. So like I said, I, I've had my personal dealings with them because I know they do a very good job, very in what they what they do. Uh, but this this man, like I said, has 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 everybody shook. Everybody was shook at that moment, and still now, even you know we're we're all still waiting to hear that good word, right? We're yeah. still yeah, let's go on. And so, uh, you know, our, our thoughts and like I said, our, our minds are there with Demar Hamlin. And uh, I, I just I know how, with how dangerous of a sport this is. Uh, sometimes people lose sight of these are real bodies out here. They're putting them, their lives on the line. People can say whatever they want to say with, oh, they make so much money. They do this. They do that. Through the entire week, I don't think people realize what guys go through. Physically have to go through. Mentally have to go through. Uh, emotionally had to go through. And so y- you you have to put yourself in, in these players' shoes, in our shoes, to understand that we are human. Is we are real people. You know, we're more than just the helmet and the logo. And I, we're more than just that. It's the team across our chest, right? We are. Uh, and, and that's why I, I think when I watched this, uh, it was so amazing the outpour support, okay, from the fans, the Cincinnati Bengals fans who did an amazing job in the moment of the concern that they had. Some I seen was in the stands praying, which was just phenomenal. Thank God and praise God for that. The people, you know, was sitting there and showing that and the people that were, you know, whatever, you know, giving the energy and whatever they wanted to do, like giving great thoughts to what was going on, like the concern in itself, Just making sure that he was okay, right, and then seeing the guys going through and making sure they're okay, and so uh, I don't think a lot of people missed the uh, uh, the heaviness of the situation. I I don't think they did. Of course, obviously, there is going to be some, right? There is always going to be the the negative part of it, and 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 I really don't want to. I don't want to focus on those people because, to be honest with you. that's the things that we don't need, right? Because we see so much of that out here, of the negativity out here that, that those people don't necessarily need to be, uh, um, you know, shown or, or upheld like giving them any type of win. But I will say this, when things like that happen and, and you do hear negative stuff, people need to be called out for it. They, they just do, you know, and say it's bad behavior. It's bad character, you know, being displayed. It's just like, say, sh- you know, shame on you for that. So um that that right there is important because character matters. It absolutely matters. Um, you know, I know I'm, I'm kind of rambling, but there's there's a lot to say about this, man. I, I just, you know, for me as a player, um uh, I couldn't get on Twitter. I don't know how many times I picked up my phone and I'm just like, nah, this is too personal for me to actually get on Twitter and just I mean, I, I understand that sometimes it's people outlets on particular things, not necessarily mine. Um I tweeted to a lot of my brothers and colleagues and friends in, in, in the organization, in my football world, that we just prayed, you know, that, that God just covers this young man and he's able to come through this. It covers the team and everybody else involved in this. And that's where it was. And so a lot of us were sitting over you know, doing that at that moment, at that time, in the real time. And so um, it, was, it was important to try to find that voice, find people that, that you can lean on. And so, um, that, that's, that was my, where my, my support group came in. Actually, one of my sisters, you know, called me. She said, hey, you know, Jason, are you all right? And I was just like, you know what? I said, uh, I don't even know what to say. I, how I was feeling. And it was like heartache, I, I, heartache. I was having at this was going on. And it was like I was one of the, the players right there on the field. Because it's really, that's really what it is. As much as we hit in the game and we talk noise and stuff, everybody wants everybody to go home. Nobody wants anybody to get hurt. Nobody wants nobody to get killed. You know, it's the same thing like you could say, like police officers. Nobody look, nobody wants anything to happen to anybody out here. I don't care who it is for whatever we nobody wants anything that to happen. We want them to go home to their families. That's how it works. Uh and my sister, she's uh She was a dispatch for, um, you know, for the police officers down in Bowling Green, And she was telling me of a story, how she felt like when they heard that one of the officers had lost, you know, tragically lost his life. And so how when it came over to her, she had to make the call out to other ones. And when she was going, going home and how she just sobbed, you know what I mean, and the excruciating pain that she had and. You know her colleagues was filling in and it just went through the department and every you know what i mean and the community got behind it it was you know all of that right and i think sometimes when we when when tragedy strikes uh what you do start seeing is the good of people that's what i'm i'm, I'm very hopeful for and when i see these things i see the quality character that you see in people are rallying together in these times that we have um and that's the that's the that's the goodness that we have. That's the goodness that people display during these times, and that's what we should hold on to, you know. Uh, whatever the people bickering on inside at that moment, he was our brother. He was our friend. He was our father, our son, uh, our colleague. He was one of us, he, and we, as we all are, we, we are all in this family together, this human family together. Uh, there's no escaping it. I don't care who you think you are you're just not, you're not going to be able to do it. I know you want to separate yourself and other people, but at that moment, people found the empathy and the compassion to, to let their hearts out and concern for this young man. So, all right, I'm gonna leave it right there, man. As far as what I want to say, uh, but go ahead. I know, I know I'm saying a lot, but I, I just, you know, it's, no, it's I totally understand, man. it's real. It's just, it's just, it's just so real. Surreal because when you sit over and you're watching it, it's just like, uh you know, you just can't believe it. You just can't believe it. So,
1: well, I was, I think, I was watching ESPN. I, I believe it was Ryan Clark. Ryan Clark was talking about how, like, when when you saw DeMar Hamlin on the field and you saw all the players around him, that's a fear that goes through the minds because you you mentioned mentally the stuff that yeah. you guys go through weekly. That's a fear that all of you guys. it's in the back of all your minds. It's in the back of all the parents' minds. It's in the back of you as a parent when you see your kid out there, high school football youth league. That's that 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 fear, that fear is, is real.
0: It's real, um, man. Mm-hmm.
1: And, and that and that's kind of what, and that's what we saw on Monday night. I mean, you saw everyone. You know, you you played in the game that was something, that, that was something you, you 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 thought about. It was in the back of your mind. And a lot of other players and like we we saw that and it's like, and you saw the reaction. You saw the Joe Burrow and and uh, Josh Allen hugging each other. It's like. Because right there, we you know they had they had you know they had him CPR on the field, so you know they probably had to bring him back to life on the field, and that's what those players were seeing, and and it's like that that's just something that you don't you don't ever think to see when you when you watch a football game or in general you don't ever no one ever thinks to see that you know that's that's only something that's dramatized in movies you don't actually ever get to see that in real life and it's a, it's the real
0: person we're talking about. Well, I, I think uh, you know if if people are recognizing it. You know, when you watch the entire game, fourth quarters, you know, guys are battling and out, going after each other, making plays at the tackles and hits and whatnot. And at the very end of the game, when the last play is done, you see guys give each other daps and give hugs. Mm. And I always love seeing that scene. Mm. I always love seeing that scene because there's never nothing personal. Mm. You know, it's all business. It's, you know, we it's competition, right? And you're looking to hope that everybody comes out unscathed. Mm. That's what you want. And it's like, hey man, we got through this. Hey man, good game, right? That's yeah. what it's supposed to be. That's sportsmanship, but that's love for your brothers when you're out here competing against. That's mm-hmm. what it's all about. Um, and so it, it's very rare that these things happen when you hear about these personal things, but guys, you know, it's this, you know, you're gonna have idiots, whatever, but that, that's these things happen. But usually it is about, you know, the, the good sportsmanship that you have, these guys, because ultimately these guys could be your teammate one day. Right, you can go have a beer. Hey, we beat up. See, we got bumps and bruises. Hey, man, we can sit back and have a beer after this thing is over. And all oh, you got me on the bill, oh, I got you on this plate. Right, mm-hmm. and so that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Um, so, you know, Joe Burrow and 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 Josh Allen embracing each other was the realness, the humanist part of you know who who these guys are. Right, I'm watching my brother suffering at this moment. All I could do was console him. Let's console each other during this time. And so that that is the beauty of of this sport uh, of guys working together uh, and and having a common goal to win. But also too, when when you sit over here at the at the end of the day, uh, you know, it's all about uh, guys coming home to each other. You know, and, and coming home to their families and you know and friends and everybody got all right. And it's, you know that's that's just part of the football. It's part of the game.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I, and I guess it, one another thing that kind of stuck out to me, it's not really being talked about enough, is every sports show, our show, um, first take, all, all the sports shows, all the networks. Yeah, uh, every week they always talk about, you know, roughing the passer, you know, the blindside blocks, how the NFL is, you know, it's changing, you know, it's not what it used to be anymore. We're seeing in just a play like that, you know, a play where guys get hit in the chest all the time. You yeah, never yeah. and the guys get back up, and that's it. They go, they go to their huddles, they go, they go to the sideline, never think about it. But that play is something that you see a million times. And for that, that play to more Hamlin, you know, collapses and you know, has cardiac arrest. I think we're seeing and I, and I hope, and this, you know, it's a, it's a reminder to us too. You know, when we, we talk about, you know, they had the game has changed, it wasn't what like you used to play. You know, it's not the same game anymore. They call flag, flags just touching each other. But to right. say it's, it's a, it's a safety hazard. It, it, it's safety mm-hmm. and the NFL has taken significant strides in safety to try to make things you know better for, for players. That's why you see more of these, these, um, these rough in the passers, these blindside blocks, these new blocks um, you know, blocking out by the numbers and tackling below the, the knees. It's trying to make the game a safer, a safer game. And, and I think, sure, I, I think that's that after seeing this, I know it's such a common play and it's not a, you know, it's not a rough in the past, but I think it, it, it and hopefully it hopefully makes more sense to people. Like we, we do complain about these rough in the passers NFL is trying to make the game safer for, for, for you guys, for, for, for players. And I, I think that's something that, you know, that, that, that's something that I, I, I took, you know, I took out of, out of this whole, out of this whole situation that, you mm-hmm. know, it wasn't a rough in the pastor play, but for stuff like that, it's a reason why they have that in there, in the game to try to make it safer for, for, for the players. Did, do you, do you kind of, you kind of see that too? No, I do.
0: I, I think, you know, in, in, in any, You know, game like this, you know, especially a very, uh, um, very brutal sport. You know, like we're we're talking about this is full force contact uh, sport collisions. Uh, You got to examine everything. Right. And there's going to be blind spots. And it's like, look, this is something we might have missed or say we need to be a little bit you know, more concerned about that. And what ends up happening? You're not going to be able to stop everything. Right. Like there's there was there was no malice. There's nothing that was done that changes like this. This is a play that happens what, a thousand times guys are hitting in a game. Yeah. I mean, literally, right? And so th- th- that's why such a small percentage of a, a very low thing, like something like this happened that you had to hit the guy just right at that time. Um, I, have a, I have a very good friend, uh, Dr. Thomas DeSessa. I hope you don't mind me telling me this uh, well-renowned cardiologist that lives up the street from me. Uh, wonderful, wonderful man. Uh, he he contacted me immediately and told me that's what it was like the, uh, uh, what is it? The uh Quartai whatever, like that, that's what they, he was, di- at least he was saying it could be that. Mm. Like, I never heard that before until he said that. And I was just like, well, what's that? And I looked it up and I'm just like, wow, that, that could necessarily be it. Uh, but I, I think. With something like that, like you said, you don't see it that often. I think I looked at a case study and there was like only 441 out of like, I don't know how many years, like, it's ever had this, this, uh, this situation, right? And so it may be more prominent. They see it with younger kids. And the reason it is because of, uh, the, where they're not developed, I think, in the thoracic area or something like that, that that's the reason where, you know, you don't have a breastplate and bone that is developed to cover that area of your heart up. You know what I'm saying? And so that, like, that blow uh, is a little bit more significant to them because of the the underdevelopment of the chest area, okay? Uh, And so that was like, oh, wow, okay. So you you see, like, there's, you know, the correlation to these things, right? Um, But it was just so unfortunate. It's unfortunate. And like I said, these, like, what are you gonna do? And I, I heard, look, some idiot takes. I, you know, I'm not gonna name the names, but you know, idiots are saying, well, you know, he, he led with his helmet or this and that. Blah, blah, stupid. That that is as idiotic as you know as a take you could possibly get. It mm-hmm. Really is. He, he, he wasn't like taking, but he's he's low on his shoulder because he don't want to get hit. So he's like taking the blow. He's going for the blow, like we were taught to do as football players, right? Like you're taught to do when you're out there on a football field. Nobody's saying, hey, you don't do this or don't do that. That's as it's, it's ridiculous. This is mm-hmm. as as childish of a take or uh being unaware that I could possibly say about that. I, I just idiotic to make that statement. And especially from you know, people that should know, who's played a game, and all of a sudden just, you know, what you know, you know, shift blame. To make it look like it's, it's this guy's fault. That's you know how devastating it is to, for him to even think that you know he was the one that caused this, like it like it was his fault. That's 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 it's horrible. It's horrible. It's horrible. I mean, I mean ethnically, just looking at it like oh well, yeah, yeah, but like he like you thought he was he was trying to do it, that was the reason he was trying to do, you know, just the un- unfortunate things, how these things happen, man. It's just and he's devastated. And so we got to hold him up. You know, pray for him like you know T Higgins in these times. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um uh, she gotta put our arms around everybody at that at that moment, you know? But like that bad behavior man calling things like that out, like I'm just like like, you know, and we know who that some ones are, but certain mm. ones should know better. Yeah, certain ones should know better
1: yeah and i think sometimes the, the certain ones you know former players um who are making comments like blaming T higgins i I think sometimes they do it even and it's awful too because you're doing it in in the in the lowest of times to do it where you want to get your name out there it's like it's not a time it's not a time to have a have a hot takey thing to get your name trending online. I don't know if that is why he was blaming T. Higgins or a certain guy um, and some other guys too. I mean, I, I've seen uh, Skip Bayless had had a ridiculous tweet about it. Um, it's I don't, I don't know why you're, you you want to be at the center of attention when it's like it has nothing to do with you. And that's why Shan Sharp didn't want to come on the show. He he wanted he wanted just the attention to be on Demar Hammond, and He didn't want to come on his show and even talk about the tweet that Skip Bayless had. So it's like a lot of these times I, I don't even know why people. I mean, that, that, I think that that's the lowest. And I think that the, so, the social media helps that, where you got people who want to have the play devil's advocate, but have a different take where it's like, oh man, you're disgusting, but everyone's talking about it still. You know, they're the right. center of attention and their names being mentioned as,
0: as close to Damar Hamlin's. And that, and that shouldn't be the case at all. Well, and look, I, I want to, you know, try to be like, you want to explore, you know, what a guy is saying, right? You, you want to dissect, you know, fully. What is being said, right? And and I, you know, maybe skip. I heard it, you know, some of the things he might have said. I read the tweet. Um, I, I don't know if he was being callous. It sounded callous. Maybe it wasn't his intent, maybe it was. Hmm. Uh, but what I do know is sometimes the the lack of awareness, right? Yeah, in how you're saying it at the time, it's inappropriate. It's inappropriate yeah. at this moment. Like you should have. Everything out of your head. Well, maybe if you think this like, this way, right? Call a joke out on it. Yeah, like what do you mean by this? Like, hey man, no matter five minutes of what, what this game means, it what difference does that make? Who cares? Yeah. Like, there's there's certain players or, or people. I'm gonna say certain figureheads that come out who want to be the villain for whatever reason. They want to be atypical to everything that's going on, or want to be that guy, right? Yeah. We know who some of those people are. We know who some of those parties are that do that. Uh, they kind of rear their ugly head. And when they come out and they say things, and you see it, you immediately see it. When somebody comes and say, you know, whatever it may be, I don't care where you uh, where you are on the side of vaccines and stuff like that, but coming in and talking about, oh, it's a vaccine or could have been a death, or we want to ask questions. Hey, man, listen, how about we we actually put some thought into what's going on with this guy? OK, more so than anything else. And we could talk about those things, whatever, later. But th- this is not the time to, to co-opt a situation, you know, a tragedy, to try to make your point political. Like, that's that's crazy to me. Like, it's absolutely crazy to me. And so these things shouldn't be done. I get, you know, how these things go. And I really didn't want to go that, down that route. I really didn't. But I think at this moment, with more so than anything else, we have a duty and responsibility to show empathy and compassion for a fellow man, mm-hmm. a fellow brother, period. Okay? I think that's that's the most important thing. Yep. I think I, I love people who see it for that uh, because that's also a telling of your character, right? And I, I look, I get that, that people have different things about it, but I'm, I'm talking about, hey, man, how about we put the things aside and everybody put their energy to fight for this guy's life to be you know uh uh to be saved so uh and that's all I, re- I really wanted to kind of say about that i just think you know maybe what what uh skip said you know where he might sit in like you said his, his smugness you know where you know the self-absorbed not wanting to apologize hey you know he has every right to that's fine you know yeah, what exactly. fine sit there in it that's fine People have a, a you know a, a reason to 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 jump at you because you're sitting your your smugness or wherever you are, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like if you clarify yourself, fine, cool. That you know, and and that's and that, and, and maybe that's what you know you you want to be there and and not necessarily, uh, you know, not necessarily double down and say, like, look, maybe maybe people misunderstood what I said, but this is not what I meant. I didn't mean that by no form of fashion. I'm sure people took it that way, but that's not what I meant. And hopefully it's not that. And I think it's maybe where he went with it on saying that. I didn't really get to see all of what, you know, Skip has said, you know, because people were just talking and they were always bringing up to this. And I, to be honest with you, uh, like a lot of that, man, I don't even get into, I don't even listen to as yeah. much because I just think it's it, to me it's just it's silly. And I think it's just, uh, like I said, the lack of compassion, you know, for people. Uh, that that or situations that, that go on uh, that you could have some decency, you know, at that moment uh, to kind of do the right thing. And so, um, yeah, I, I just, you know, sometimes you, 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 people, like you said, need, need to come in and say what they need to say. Yeah. Fine. Whatever, man. How about, how about we talk about, we, we pray for our brother. How about we do that? Yeah. Right.
1: Um, you, you know, and like we, I know we went down a little rabbit hole of talking about the, the negative people as far as this whole thing is gone, but there are, there is a lot of good. Um, and you know, uh, the, you kind of mentioned the 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 toy the to- the, um, the fundraiser that uh, Demar had been. It uh, was it was a it was, a, it, was a, it was giving back to, uh, toys for kids. Um, part of his foundation, the Chasing Am's Foundation. Um, he had a goal of twenty five hundred dollars. Um, and right now, I'm looking at the page right now almost seven million dollars have been raised and that's 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 good from everybody there's a lot of people that should being in and the the, the most one of the most recent donations you have nine dollars and then you also have a Jim Ursey in the Indianapolis Colts donating twenty five thousand dollars so it's like Beautiful you're man. seeing you're you're seeing it from everybody um so as much as there are going to be always going to be the, the the negative people out there there's right. still there's a lot of good in this world and we're, we're seeing what's going on
0: there's, there's a ton, a lot of good in this world. There's a lot of good in people. There's a lot of that. And that was on display on Monday night. Yep. Or the support of this, the uh, you know, the foundation and the people praying and thinking about him, sending an injury up to, you know, to the universe and all those different things and whatever, you know, people were doing, you know, where their thoughts was going to that. That is the good part of what we had. There's more of that. Sometimes you just get sent and shown the ugliness. And I think that's what happens is because that is being put out here in front of everybody more so than anything else as, as opposed to the goodness that's actually happening in this world. Mm. Actually, people are, right? You know, yeah. I don't want to think bad about Skip. I, I don't want to think bad about these people and, and really don't. You know, so that's why I said it's a very important to display our character in the, in the great way, our great nature, right? So, you know, we're supposed to be loving to our neighbors. Loving to our neighbors. We need more of that. Like, it needs to be shown more. And, and people that's just do, keep doing it. Keep doing it. Let's stamp out all of this, man, this negativity that's just running rampant, you know, across America and the world, you know, because people get, get caught, so much caught up into those things as far as the divide, right, the polarization uh, about this and that, that you miss out on the goodness that people actually have to give. Yeah, right you know you become jaded no a nah, nihilist oh I, you know I don't wanna and 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 lost l- lack of empathy and compassion and I, I just to me I'm just like do not get caught up in that mm-hmm. don't okay there's good people out here you know matter of fact you be the good that you want to see in this world right like those saying go be the good that you want to see in this world do that you know so uh Football and sports brings people like that, bring people together. Mm -hmm. That's what we want to do. We want to bring the people together, man. And just, um, you know, regardless of what job you work in, anything like it happens, you want people to be okay. You want them to be all right. You want them to go home to their families, and that's what you want to happen.
1: Yeah. And and like you said earlier, you know, DeMar is, is training in the right direction um he's progressing really well he's uh, he's off the he's he's 50 percent off the uh vel- ventilator so he's 50 on his own and i believe they flipped him on his stomach and they also said I was, I was reading i was watching cnn earlier and they were saying that um that's a, that's a good thing when they had one of the doctors on they were saying that's a good thing that the fact they can you know flip him flip him he's in, in a in a state where they can do that with him to help him breathe even more so um yeah, yeah. it's a pro- progressing well um and i yeah. think uh I think it was one of the uncles had talked to reporters saying things are that they, they they got, he has certain numbers that he has hit that, they, that the doctors wanted to see by today. And so they said it's all trending in the right way. So hopefully yeah. it's, a step, it's a step closer, you know, to him, you know, returning home to his family and stuff.
0: Brother, man, we hoping and praying for a favorable outcome yeah. uh, for tomorrow. Uh, no doubt about it. And uh, remain hopeful. Yep. All these things, you know, remain hopeful. And uh, like I said, uh, for everybody involved. So, yep.
1: and one thing I, you know, like seeing see you, you kind of mentioned all the all the medical staffs that that are there at NFL games. I didn't realize that at every NFL game they have a physician specialized in airway management on site. Something mm-hmm. so specific, and obviously, that's you know that that person's what mean what saved Demar's life. I mean, with that, if there person wasn't specialized in that right there.
0: I mean, that's, you know, brother, that, that's, that's important. That's integral as in far as like the survival rate is, you know, of, of getting the the air to them, the oxygen, the, you know, to the brain and to the blood circulating in them. That is so, so important, right? My brother who was uh, EMT, you know, he was asking about what happened. He said, he's seen it. He said, man, you know, getting the air to him. I said, well, I think they had somebody that was getting the air. He said, man, he said, when you do CPR, he said, you know, it's, it's, it's a violent look. It's violent. So when people see like you know almost like the lifelessness of the eyes and oh man I just you know all of that, he said, but getting that air is so important. He said, man to get oxygen even like around him and stuff like that he said, man, it's so key. And so we was finding out that yeah then you have somebody like that there because and that's you know NFL doing a job it's, it's them doing the job, right? So uh all those guys involved man it's superb, superb job. Now, uh, And, and, and uh, I'm, I'm going to say this, another, another person i want to call out, uh, superb job, uh, couldn't have been anybody better to represent us than Ryan Clark. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And I'm sitting there, Ryan, Ryan is pulling out every thought in the words, and how he was doing it. Just an amazing job, man when i see him i get to see him i'm I'm gonna tell him that it it was it was so important for his voice to be heard in that moment and i don't know anybody else that could have done a better job i thought he was just absolutely spot on amazing how he was saying it to catch capture the emotion of what guys were feeling and just taking it through it you could see it in his eyes uh how he was just tormented and shredded by what he saw, like all the other, like you know, guys that played. Like you said, when you see it, man, just I mean, oh man, man, incredible, brother, and just incredible. Uh, and I had to just tweet him, man, let, just let him know, man, getting but that amazing job, man, Ryan Clark. I mean, everybody on PN, everybody that spoke, and I mean, you know, really, everybody did an amazing job. But when 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 I say capture, um, the feeling. Of the player, somebody had just been there. Man, he 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 did it. I don't know. I don't know anybody else. Like I said, I was like, man, that that was such an incredible job, man. I couldn't even see anybody else making that the, the way he did in the statement. So so balanced, um, it just in depth with what he said. Um, but I, I love his his, his perspective, this and his his integrity in in, in telling the, the the whole story and just capturing what it was. So.
1: Yeah, I, I like you said. I think that entire ESPN crew, um, a, a like you said, like you said earlier, it, it was a Monday Night Football game between the Bengals, the the Bills, had so many d- different implications involved with that. No one, this is the last thing anyone expected, right? And so everyone's thrust into this kind of bre- breaking news environment where like everyone has to talk on the fly about what's going on. They don't really know what's going on. But the players like Booker McFarland and Ryan Clark, who had to speak about this, they may not know what was going on, but they they felt and they were those players in the field at one point, and they know what's going through their minds. They know what's going through their family's minds. They know what's going you know all that stuff that's going on. They could yeah. they could kind of you know give us that visualization, and honestly, just to give you know, and I think it, people have kind of said this a lot on the on the show that day, it's like you know our, our hearts and prayers are with. Uh, come on. Uh, um, more Hamlin right now, and that's that's awesome. That's it. No one cares yeah. about this. No one cares about the game. No one cares about the score. Nothing, nothing else matters right now, but his health and safety,
0: right? You know, and and, and all of them Adam Booger, you know, at uh, Joe, uh, Troy. Um, I mean, they all wonderful, just amazing, absolutely amazing. Um, you know, it's hard, it's tough. Sometimes when you when when you see these things happen and you catch somebody who who never been there before, right, seeing something like this, mm. I mean, you know, millions of people, millions of people who's watching this right now, uh, you know, are looking for those voices of reason and solace uh, with answers. Uh, but but when I'm telling you uh, the type of balance that is that is required at their time uh is very, very important. So uh amazing job by all of them.
1: Um so again, um on behalf of the entire Cheat Concerns crew, uh, we're sending our love and our prayers to Demar Hamlin and his family. Um and hopefully, you know, we continue to see positive positive news come out of this uh, each each and every day um as you go forward here. Right. That's right. Um so this is a question and I, and I know, you know, obviously yeah, uh demar's health is of, of the utmost importance you know football's football it's a game right and his you know, health health is one thing but you know um the going forward aspect right for the for the, for the teams you know, buffalo and yeah. cincinnati you know we have week 18 coming up um and the whole and that, that was a big thing of, of this game was the the playoff implications of it the, the seedings and stuff that was just another another little nugget in this whole thing was the fact that this is you can arguably say probably one of the biggest games of the year with the implications and the big the big names that were involved in this game, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and Monday night game too, the one of the biggest prime times uh, that we have at, at each and every week. Um, so the big thing is if Cincinnati had won that game, the Sheets would have been locked in at the one seed. Um Buffalo to have dropped to, I believe, the three seed had they lost that game. Um, and Cincinnati would be a number two seed. Now, with that game, as of right now, that game's not being played, and there's a chance that it's going to become a no-contest, and which would the game would not be played. Um, but there's also a apparently a small, there's a small chance of it doing a week 19 where they would play the rest of that game. And then the bye week before the Super Bowl from the championship game to the Super Bowl, there were to be no, no more bye week. They would just play up until that point. Um so and if if there was no contest, the Chiefs would end up winning, uh, getting the one seed because of uh, the, they'd go by winning percentage, and we would have the highest winning percentage because we have one more game uh, yeah. than Buffalo. Um, so my question is, JD, obviously you know you're not the one that, you do not have to make this decision, but what do you think the NFL should do uh, as far as to try to make this the I mean the, to make this kind of the uh, the fairest thing? Because obviously you know with everyone's mind being on this Demar Hamlin thing, you're still seeing a lot of fans from buffalo side cincinnati side saying oh it's not fair the chiefs get the the, the one seed because we're we're the, we're the teams that had to deal with this right um but you know they can make they, they can make rules that i also heard that they might do this not, not flip of a coin kind of thing but a number generator that would kind of um i don't know that that would, that would settle I don't, I don't know how it would work but apparently it's a more modern coin flipping um mm-hmm. so what do you think what, what how do you think they should go with this if they go no contest should they stick with the winning percentage. I mean, as, as they, as you know, the NFL has always gone by winning percentage.
0: Uh, you know what, man? I mean, I'm right. Like you said, it's all secondary, you know, looking at the business side of it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think, I mean, to be honest, we, I think it should be a no contest. I think it uh, what you do, you just move on it either, you know, you make it a tie, you know, and, and it's, uh, it's the furnace of affliction, right? Nobody wants to be in there and, that, and that's it's very unfortunate that the situation happened no doubt about it uh i think it's that's the only resolution I really do you know because the thing is if you try to squeeze that one week 19 and all of that into it man it's just uh i, I don't i don't to me it didn't it, it just just didn't make any sense to me you could do it i don't know my 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 fault is Hey man, you know what? This is this is this is this is what it is. It's the deal. So uh guys play with it. This is what how you know, because there's a lot of things that's unfortunate. You know, you, you shoot. I mean, seriously, um it is, and this this is the ultimate one. Yeah. So um, but I, I think that to me is that that's the resolution. And to be honest with you, I don't care if it was the Chiefs or whoever I'm rooting for. If this what happened, then so be it, right? Mm-hmm. Such as such as fate, such as the cars that's dealt with you. So let's go. Let's 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 see what what comes about it and, and and stuff. So I don't know, man. I just uh, you know that those things I get are lost on me because when you like you see it, like it's like, <laughs> yeah, you know, hey, grand scheme of things. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean,
1: obviously. But, that, that's the, that, that's, that's the more thing on everyone's mind is, you know, but,
0: health. but you know, it's okay. It's the battle that we had to fight, right. It's the suffering of what goes on in the situation. So, but I, I think that's, that, that to me is like the, uh, the best course of action. Mm. I think that is the, uh, more reasonable solution mm-hmm. resolution to this, um, you know, but that's just me. Yeah. Uh, that's
1: just me. So. As far as, since you play in the NFL, you know, they, you know, they always try to stick by the the rules, right? So the winning percentage would be the, the rule to go by. And if this game is no contest, so then it, it would go by winning percentage, but yeah. I've read some more online and I haven't heard of any, any reliable sources, but people online were saying that the NFL should go by losses. And at that point, you look at the losses that Buffalo has, and you look at, they have the tiebreaker over the Chiefs, and they beat them. Um, yeah. Do you do? You, could you being in the NFL as you, as you play for so many years? Could you see the NFL changing up that the rule to going by instead of going winning percentage, they go by losses, or no?
0: Uh, that I, I, could be a consideration. You know, sometimes looking at it, it could be a consideration. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then even, even then, you have to look at okay, well, who beat you and how? Where were they ranked? Were they the ones that beat you? And you know, are they on the lower totem pole? or the ones that beat you? So how do how do you when you look at that, then it's like, all right, then we got to do a whole lot more analysis going into this thing to to bring it up to to where it is right mm-hmm. to make it a decision. Yeah. Um, I mean, I see that, but this this is so, um, out of the realm of anything that's ever been possible before that like this to happen, uh, it's almost like like I look at it like it's almost like the coin coin flip, right? Yeah. I was like I oh, well shoot we had the coin flip for this mm-hmm. and it's just unfortunate because the coin flip it happened it land on heads and tails yeah right hey that's that's what it is and so gotta gotta deal with it right mm-hmm. so hopefully these experiences like you the, the part of that you know adversity fighting through uh a time like this uh will bring you to a resolution in the in the in the future with something that was like it's happened it's like okay well we, we apply it this year right yeah so, i don't know man i let them guys make a decision on how they want to do it nobody's look put it this way regardless of what decisions being made you ain't gonna make everybody happy mm-hmm. so period that that's yeah you know some somebody's gonna be uh feel like they got slighted or left out or whatever it may be or you know Somebody's gonna be like, no, like that's I I don't agree with that. Mm. That's that's right. That's the prerogative for that. But you know, NFL is that machine man about uh, making money. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, so like they said about the whole five minutes. Who said we don't say and stuff like that? Uh, (laughs) yeah, I could I could almost believe that. They was trying to get him on for five minutes, I and mean, hats off to Sean, uh, and uh, uh, what's my uh, Zach coach. Taylor? And Zach was saying, "No, the players, no, nah, we ain't doing that. Yeah, no, nah, we we not, not going, we ain't going to sit here and act like everything's all right. Okay? Yeah, you know, for y'all, for for the owner's entertainment and you know, money making, it. No, nah, we are not, no." Nah, uh-uh. yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, especially when it comes to these, uh, the machine, as you said, the NFL. Um, you know, the, the show, the show goes on with those guys. So, yeah, them saying the five minute thing is not out of the realm for them to be saying it. But Troy Vincent saying that five minutes was never a thing. I kind of, I, I tend to believe that Troy Vincent was, you know, that he, that he that he that he's saying that.
0: Um, yeah, and and, I and maybe it could have been, you know, up the top. They were talking about it, and Troy like, "Nah, we ain't we know five minutes. Like, yeah. how could you? How could you even remotely even try to do something like that? Think about that. Mm. Like, this guy's not going to be the same. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, how, how can you? The the ridiculousness of like somebody saying that in five minutes, guys get ready, warm up, sprint down the field. What? Yeah. Like. Are you, you, when we watching this, did you just watch this? Bet we don't. How, how about that? Yeah. If we find out who who said that and made their statements, we going to let you know how we feel. Mm. You know what I mean? We're going to let our voices be heard against you. And so I think, you know, maybe if whoever said it in a miscommunication or maybe it didn't happen or happened, they don't get to the bottom of it. Mm. And then all hell's going to break loose. Believe that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so in, in regards to seedings and stuff, I was reading, I think I, I think I was watching Jeff Schwartz on Fox sports today. He was saying that if this game is no contest, um, the Patriots play the bills this week and Patriots need this game to get into the playoffs. If Patriots end up beating the bills, then it doesn't matter. The, 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 the no contest doesn't matter anymore. Cause that's, that's, a, that's one loss that right, right, right. they have. Yeah. Obviously the chiefs have to beat the Raiders this weekend in order for that to, to play out too. So. Yeah. Um, the Chiefs lose to the Raiders. Doesn't matter. Uh, the, the all the other stuff doesn't matter. The No contests are not Bills get the one seed, and, the, and that's it. Um, so it's gonna be interesting to see what what happens. Um, this weekend. Um, so uh, before we so before we get to the uh, the final topic, the game predictions. Uh, JD, big news came in right before we ended up coming on tonight. Um, Michael Hardman is back. He's activated. There were some fears yesterday that if he wasn't activated by today, because I think today was the deadline he wouldn't be able to play football for us for the rest of the season. Um, and he's a free agent next year. So it could have been the last of Michael Harmon that we, we, we've seen, but he's activated and he's ready to go. Um, how big of that, how, how big is that for us to have Michael Harmon back uh, in the offense?
0: Uh, I mean, it's huge. I mean, he's a big part of offensively though, what we do, like part of like some of the the plays is geared toward his skill set, And so, uh, McCoy is, is is a big part of 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 the chief's success over the years, uh, and he's he's a weapon. He's he's a skillful guy that brings a lot to the offense, man. He's a, he's an explosive player, so it's just, and, and what it does also too is uh, the guys knowing that he's back, right? Yeah, that 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 brings about a whole uh, different of uh, like confidence. You know, I feel good. I'm like knowing your, your, your guy's back on the field. Yeah, he's, you know, goes back. And I know he's bouncing around. And I'm sure, I, I knew they was going to do it. So even if there was a setback, you know, you still be able to get him at some point. And, you know, so uh, you still want to put yourself, you know, in that situation not having him for the mm-hmm. season. Uh, but, yeah, man, that that uh, a guy who's a vocal guy that you, you can't wait to see back out there on the field, I mean, I mean, guys are going to, they're going to, they're going to root for that all day, no doubt. And,
1: and we haven't, we haven't had a chance to see Hardman and Tony together yet.
0: Yeah. There's it's, it's a, it's a lot of fast things out there. A lot of fast moving parts, brother. Mm-hmm. A lot of fast cars. <laughs> yeah. And he's getting his, uh, he's
1: pulled, he's pulled a pen out of his, of his ear and he's, uh, he's getting locked and loaded to make some uh, creations with those two. <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, good.
1: Um, all right, so uh final topic. Um, so Chiefs game got flexed to Saturday this weekend. Um, I believe it's 4:30 start time uh in Las Vegas. Uh Chiefs are a nine and a half point favorite against the Jarrett Stedham-led Las Vegas Raiders. Uh JD, uh, who do you have in this one? Um, and what are your keys to victory in this one?
0: Uh who do I have? Uh, I mean, obviously I got the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, keys to victory is you know, always the same. Keep Patrick upright. uh, Run the football effectively. uh, Guys get open. Tackle. Stop the run. Score points. Stop from scoring points. It's that simple. Protect the football. Protect the football. And so you're dealing with a team that, that's going through a lot of adversity themselves out there, and so, hey – uh, but you know, there's always the Raiders. They they always want to have some up their sleeve. They're always gonna come out to try to play the best uh against the Chiefs. So uh you make sure we just go out and handle business. It's, it's all about handling business and staying healthy. That's the main thing. Everybody remain healthy too, uh, through that. But that that's the keys to victory, I think. Right now, the uh the score, the score of the game. Ooh, mmm.
1: 31-14. So you know you they still him as a repeat performance, like what he, what he did against San Francisco last week.
0: <laughs> no, uh, you know thirty-one fourteen. That's where I'm at. I thought I, I, I think. Well, you still got Devonte Adams, right? It's true. Adams and you know, but you you you'd be effective. Uh, I think that's what the Chiefs are. They're revving to, like I said, getting in geared to play in the playoffs. And this is, this is one of those things to prepare you about what you do right now when you're moving forward. Right. So you got to have a great offensive outing. You got to have a great defensive outing and that will build momentum going into the playoffs. And So what better team to do it against the, the Raiders, right? So, uh,
1: first game, uh, Against a non-Derek Carr uh, quarterback against with the Raiders in eight years, um, end of an era. Three and fourteen against uh, Derek Carr. Okay, um, I'm gonna miss those days. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, shoot. <laughs> um, one last thing before you uh, we, before we go, uh, JD. This is something that I've, I've seen also. I think they a lot player a lot of uh, people have been talking about this is that I think Ryan Clark actually said that the the, the first game. And I, th- I believe we have the first game uh, since the since the the, the Bills uh, Monday night game. Um, you said staying healthy, right? How much of what we saw Monday is going to be on the top of every player's mind when they go out there on Saturday? Because I, I feel like obviously with the, with an injury like that, it, we talked about it, right? It's a, it's a play that happens so much during a football game that you kind of forget, right? That a, a shot to the chest can 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 do that. Is I mean how how fresh? How, how, I mean obviously it's going to be fresh in their minds, but. Will affect these guys at all when they go out there? At least in the first quarter, when they go out there on on Saturday,
0: uh, you know, I'm sure it. You know, the situation should be addressed and would and it should be, uh, at least you know, giving uh you know, paying homage to, to Demar, right, praying for him, doing something special for him, right, just letting him all know that we all here together for you and with you, and so. Uh, Guys are, are under no illusion that these things can happen, and we, we we understand that. We understand that when we put our pads on, when we go out there for practice, and we understand these things do happen. Uh, and the reality is, man, I, look, I got a medical book this thick of God, how you get hurt, and this that's the reality of it. This reality of this game. Uh, but everybody's gonna have that, uh, you know, faith. He's gonna get better. Uh, and also to support one another in that, you know, but it's going to be a healthy competition. I think people want to get back to, you know, going out there. They, they don't want to be fearful. Guys are not going to be fearful. Like, sure, we, we've gone through our entire lives playing football. That um, yeah, we, we realized the, uh, um, the level of, uh, I guess, or, or lack of these things happening, you know, being prominent as playing football, so it didn't happen that often. Mm-hmm. Um, so um I, I think guys are not gonna worry about like, oh man, what if I you, you can't think that way. There's no way you can think about that that way. Cause every every little thing can happen is like, man, what if I no, nah, uh-uh. The guys are professors like I said, we're we're football players, man, but we're human. We understand this and we understand these things, concerns, and our family's gonna probably hug us more and just you know, be safe, be careful. And we say that all the time anyway. Yeah, right. I just got to have faith and hope that everything's going to be all right. Yeah. you know.
1: And, and I, I mean, playing in high school and youth league, I remember that that was something that the coaches would tell you when you, when you play scared or play tentative, that's when you have a higher chance of getting hurt. So. Absolutely.
0: Yes. So. Well, no doubt about it. And that's, that's the reason why that can happen with them going back on. There's no way. Yeah. Right. Put everybody else in jeopardy and, and there's the well, world you just couldn't do it. It's yeah. not, you know, not
1: good. Uh, but that does it for us. Um, we hope everyone um uh, likes the show uh this week. Um, and we hope everyone um can t- take a moment. If you haven't already, I'm sure most everyone has already take a moment to you know say some prayers um and send your love and and uh and well wishes to Tamar Hamlin and his family. All
0: right, man. Everybody be good, be good to each other. Praying for Tamar Hamlin bro. Here we go. Hi, everybody.
1: Thanks for watching. Subscribe here to get the latest from the show. Also, be sure to check out the best clips from Chief Concerns. And if you prefer to listen to the show, subscribe and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts.